1: Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Dory and Carla Wehrman. The Liturgical Scripture Readings for the Sixth Sunday in Ordinary Time. A reading from the book of Sirach. If you choose, you can keep the commandments. They will save you. If you trust in God, you too shall live. He has set before you fire and water, to whichever you choose stretch forth your hand. Before man are life and death, good and evil, whichever he chooses shall be given him. Immense is the wisdom of the Lord, he is mighty in power and all-seeing. The eyes of God are on those who fear him, he understands man's every deed. No one does he command to act unjustly. To none does he give license to sin. The Word of the Lord.
0: Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Psalm Blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord.
1: Blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord.
0: Blessed are they whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they who observe His decrees, who seek Him with all their heart.
1: Blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord.
0: You have commanded that your precepts be diligently kept. Oh, that I might be firm in the ways of keeping your statutes.
1: Blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord.
0: Be good to your servant that I may live and keep your words. Open my eyes that I may consider the wonders of your law.
1: Blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord.
0: Instruct me, O Lord, in the way of your statutes that I may exactly observe them. Give me discernment, that I may observe your law, and keep it with all my heart.
1: Blessed are they who follow the law of the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, we speak a wisdom to those who are mature. Not a wisdom of this age, nor the rulers of this age who are passing away. Rather, we speak God's wisdom, mysterious, hidden, which God predetermined before the ages for our glory and which none of the rulers of this age knew, or if they had known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, what eye has not seen and ear has not heard and what has not entered the human heart, what God has prepared for those who love him, this God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit scrutinizes everything, even the depths of God. The word of the Lord.
0: Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew.
1: Glory to you, O Lord.
0: Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law. Until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, You shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with brother will be liable to judgment, and whoever says to brother, Raka, will be answerable to the Sanhedrin, and whoever says, You fool, will be liable to fiery Gehenna. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there recall that your brother has anything against you. Leave your gift there at the altar. Go first and be reconciled with your brother, and then come and offer your gift. (laughs) Settle with your opponent quickly while on the way to court. Otherwise, your opponent will hand you over to the judge, and the judge will hand you over to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Amen, I say to you. You will not be released until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, You shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body thrown into Gehenna. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than to have your whole body go into Gehenna. It was also said, Whoever divorces his wife must give her a bill of divorce. But I say to you, Whoever divorces his wife, unless the marriage is unlawful, causes her to commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard it said to your ancestors, do not take a false oath, but make good to the Lord all that you vow. But I say to you, do not swear at all, not by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Do not swear by your head, for you cannot make a single hair white or black. Let your yes mean yes, and your no mean no. Anything more is from the evil one. The gospel of the Lord.
1: Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Carla, on this sixth Sunday in Ordinary Time, well done with that gospel reading. That
0: was a long one.
1: It, it was a long one, but beautiful. the pace was great. I hope really people just almost like other, I hope you're not driving, but yeah. close your eyes and just breathe that in. Yeah, that I, was, love, I love
0: that, that reading. That was
1: beautiful. Yeah, really.
0: There's a lot in it. Yeah.
1: Well, this week we also celebrate the uh, celebration of Valentine's Day. Of course that there are many stories around that and we won't regale you with all those, but I just think I wanted to bring it up just just to tell someone, remind remind you to tell someone that you love them. You know, tell multiple people that you love them. It's just it's a great way to kind of just step back and say, You know what, I, I love you, I appreciate what you're doing for me or being in my life, so please do celebrate that in some way. That's a good thought. Yeah. Um, so today's first reading comes from the book of Sirach. And Sirach, I really like this book. It's very straightforward. It's very clear. And I think both of us, <laughs> Carla, you and I both picked up on this middle section here. Before man are life and death, good and evil, whichever he chooses shall be given him. I think both of us really picked up on that. And, you know, some of my reflections really come back on that that choice, Uh, I think Sirach rejects the joke, the devil made me do it, right? (laughs) He rejects that one because we're the ones that choose good and evil by our own free will. So that means that God cannot be blamed for the injustice or evil in the world. And that's because God does not cause evil, but God does allow evil to exist in the world because he always allows us the freedom to... To choose. That really is that beautiful right. definition of, of love, giving that that freedom, right? You're not suffocating someone with love. You're setting them free and you're unconditionally caring for someone and that's what God does with us. Exactly. So then the question then of course comes in for well, why do we struggle choosing good? <laughs> I think I think innately, you know, when we think about our conscience, you know, we often know God's will, um, but we still choose against it. I think sometimes it's inconvenient Sometimes it may mean embarrassment in some way for us. Uh, I think it's always some sort of selfishness that's involved in choosing against God's will. And so really, I think the goal is to choose the good out of love for God. And that is a process. That's not an easy thing. I think we all have our journey where we've all struggled with sin. But Moses in Deuteronomy in chapter 30, Moses says, choose life. Of course, the famous Joshua... um, uh, quote, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And the beautiful thing about this is God does not leave us alone to figure this whole thing out. He gives us the commandments. Remember the first sentence, there is salvation through the commandments. And when we fall, God always provides us the gift of confession, that sacrament of reconciliation to come back to him and receive that fountain of mercy.
0: Exactly. Well, you know, and we hear also in this reading the words that God has given us a choice between life and death. So you say, why is it so hard to choose the right? Right? Well, maybe we need some motivation because of what's waiting for us at the end of our life. Maybe that's what we need. And, you know, and yet there are people around us, even many Catholics, who deny the existence of hell. I've even heard a lot of people say that, well, if they a loving God, he wouldn't send anybody to hell. And in one sense, it's true, but it certainly doesn't negate the as the existence of hell because God doesn't send anyone to hell. He allows us to choose. And then we have this question, well, if I'm allowed to choose, who in their right mind would choose hell? Well, you know, I'll just go ahead and live my life the way I want to. And then in the end, when I die, I'll choose heaven. But that's not the way it works. The way in which we choose eternal life, either in heaven or in eternal damnation in hell, this choice will be made not the way that we choose like a vacation destination. I'm going to go here. I want to go there. I want to go to Hawaii. That's not the way we choose. Heaven or hell. The choice will be made by the way in which we live, the way in which our hearts are formed. If we choose to live in accordance with God's law, if we choose to do our very best to come to know him, to love him, and to serve him during our lifetime, this is forming our choice to spend an eternity with him in heaven. But if throughout our lives we willfully reject God and choose instead to worship worship idols of our own making, and we seeking self-fulfillment through power, pleasure and worldly possessions then, then we're choosing hell. So you see in the end God punishes us the same way that he rewards us. He allows us to choose.
1: Mm-hmm. And that comes back again to that libertas that that ability to choose the right and the wrong. And and I think that this is part of our choice we see in the second reading with Paul to the Corinthians. It says here in the beginning we speak a wisdom to those who are mature. Now remember last week Uh, Paul was saying, I want to bring you the truth so your faith might not rest on human wisdom. So the same is really true today. We need to develop that skill to be spiritually mature, to seek God's wisdom. And and I think really, you know, the same is true back in Corinth and the same is true today. Only the spiritually mature understand god's wisdom so don't don't look to the rich and powerful for advice on your spiritual life in eternity don't look to the government to solve problems for you don't ask alexa hey alexa (laughs) whatever that question is they are not going to give you the answers to what is really important in this life so make sure you're careful with what you let into your mental factory up here and seek out those who speak god's truth without seeking their own fame or glory And God's truth is going to blow you away. These gifts are going to surpass all human understanding. Remember what eye has not seen, what ear has not heard. That is what God has prepared for you. And if you're not sure about developing this, please ask the Holy Spirit. The Spirit is what gives wisdom and ask for that wisdom. Well, let's go ahead and move into the gospel. This is part of the Sermon on the Mount, perhaps one of the most famous of his sermons. And what do you have? uh, He's got a lot to say, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, well, Jesus starts by saying that he did not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. Our ability to reason must develop within the context of virtue. Because without virtue, the law of God can be reduced to a kind of litigation process in which we hold court in our minds and we try each law looking for legal loopholes. Now, from to one degree or another, most of us will do this from time to time. And that can be just a momentary lapse in judgment and that leads us to sin. But there are extremes. There is a kind of legalizing used by many who claim to be Catholic, but at the same time actively promote abortion, claiming that because the Bible doesn't use the word abortion or directly say that it's a sin, that that makes it an individual choice. Murder is the unjust taking of an innocent life, and so is abortion. Abortion is murder and a grave violation of the law of nature and the law of God. Now, in this gospel reading, Jesus teaches that we are not supposed to compartmentalize the law of God, that the truth of the gospel is something that we must incorporate into our daily lives.
1: Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com.
0: If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through moderndayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app.